Welcome back. Welcome into the Lion's Share podcast. We want to give a quick shout out to all these new listeners. Episodes growing about 30% E over E. That's episode over episode for those unfamiliar. And currently, we're not going to give you all the numbers. But we're, we're knocking at the door at triple digits. And just real briefly, while I load the while, while I load the dashboard here, just give a shout out to all of those listeners in Michigan, our home state. Obviously, that's where the bulk of our audience is. But shout out to some of these other states that we don't know who you are or why you're listening. But we thank you for being here. Shout out Maryland, Massachusetts, Rhode Island, New York, just to name a few. So if that's one of you, thank you. <laughs> and Tommy thanks you too. He's off mic right now, but he, he thanks you too. A lot of support for Tommy out there. We, we, can't, we, can't, we can't figure out why, but a lot of support nonetheless. Currently making no money. So if anybody thinks we're selling out, we're, we're not. Even though Dairy Queen, they may sponsor a segment in preliminary talks. And also in the upcoming season, we should have an exclusive track from, from one of our colleagues, we'll call him. We'll, we'll leave him anonymous for now until the big unveil but we'll have brand new intro outro music as well as some some um just music exclusive to the lion's share podcast none of that crap off the websites that we're using right now where it's it's royalty free and it just sounds like uh any other copyright free track that you've ever heard in in your life so we're gonna have some unique sounds gracing those earlobes and until then we've got a big episode today so Let's waste no time and let's let's hop into it. What do you say? I'm ready for it. Andrew's ready. I'm, I'm salivating. Oh. Oh. And aren't we all after getting our feet wet with football again, meaningful football? Obviously, college football started last weekend. So they get the one up on the NFL starting a week earlier. And uh, we, I mean, technically, we did have that week zero, but who, who really cared about these teams uh, like Northwestern playing in Ireland? No one, no one really cared about that. We had the big dogs playing this weekend, and our team uh, back home in Michigan, they defeated Colorado State fifty-one to seven, largest opening game victory in I don't know eight years, I believe is is the number, and they they move up to number four this week in the AP poll. Um, obviously very early on they've got Hawaii next week or this week I should say and uh, not a real big test with Hawaii or Colorado State but we we are hopeful and uh, we'll see what they do against the Ohio States and the Michigan States and and the rivals alike so that's when the true test comes uh, Big Ten play and and the likes of that gotta get a win over State Michigan State that is I mean, you got Mel Tucker, the new coach. You got to really put them in their place before they get out of hand because they can become a good program. I mean, they already are a good program, but if they start getting the fire going, he's going to be a good coach, and you don't want to fire it up. May I correct you on your pronunciation of program? Program. Program. Uh, here in the South, it's program, not program. It's it's the it's the program. Uh, shout out. The North. I'm in the north, and they won. <laughs> they did. <laughs> they flew that W flag high, and uh, I think the only one that really calls it program 
It's definitely not Brian Kelly. Uh, I can tell you that it's it's um, Nick Saban that refers to his his program as program. So, um, outside of that, shout out to Iowa for scoring seven points and not scoring a touchdown. That is wickedly cool. I've never heard of such a thing. Is it? Is that? Is that a first? Uh, uh, Tommy, Tommy, you get on that. Tommy's gonna get back to us on that. Um, but yeah, uh, I've never heard more on a more Iowa score than seven to three or whatever they won by, and they only scored seven points. And by ways of field goal and two safeties, that's rare. I know that's rare for sure. But that's so Iowa. It hurts. Um, yeah, I'd imagine being on the losing end of that. Mm. Even worse. I can't even remember who they played, but it was some dog water team. Uh, wanted to get your opinion on the targeting rule, and um, obviously it's been a – I think most people have been in the side of um, not agreeing with it or thinking it goes too far. Lots of delays in the games to watch the replays, and uh, was he – was he leading with the crown of his helmet? And they've, they've, I, I don't want to speak too soon on this, but in everything that I watched last Saturday, I feel like they've gotten, I don't want to, I don't, I hesitate to say they fixed it, but it feels a lot better where they're looking at intent to see if the player actually did use the crown of his helmet. So there no longer is the face mask or the front of the helmet considered targeting. It's just the crown. Uh, yeah. I mean, you want my real take? I like that there's uh, the ability to double check and and see if there was the intent. The end of the day, it's still up to some bozo's opinion, and the loser of the outcome is still going to hate it. And it's going to depend on the game as well, because no. you think they're throwing out the uh, Alabama linebacker in the national championship? They're probably not throwing him out. Uh, Absolutely, the atmosphere will account for a large part part of that call. But will they throw away throw out a guy on Michigan's defense for targeting when they're playing Rutgers or Northwestern? Yeah, he's probably going to get thrown out because they're going to they're going to err on that. It's like uh, in the NBA or any sport when 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 you're a quarterback in the NFL, if you're Tom Brady, you're going to get more calls. Same same thing applies um, in college football. I think, especially given how much SEC dominance there is. Yeah, until there's clearer verbiage, we're still going to have the nonsense. He said, she but, said. But I think it's headed the right direction, and that's all that matters. Um, Agreed. Stamp it. Stamp it. Stamp it. This way too early, week one, one take of they've fixed it, or it's getting there. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I wanted to touch on um, Florida looks like they could be good. Richardson heisman talks already which is crazy only reason i mention this now is because there has been talks that richardson quarterback uh at florida could be a target for the lions um depending on how things shake out he right now he's projected to go like number 12 so that could be a, a spot where the lions go i think he probably climbs the ladder and maybe jumps bryce young or um help me out here who's who's the other top uh, prospect bryce young and Who's the other one? Tommy. 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 He's he's calculating. Calculating Siri. Oh, CJ Stroud from Ohio State, of course, right? 
So yeah, so right now, guess. Bryce Young and CJ Stroud are one and two interchangeably right now, I think. Um, and so Richardson would be the third projected. Um, so I think, you know, barring on, we'll get into the Lions record later here, but um, I think that one of those three could be uh, a Lion after the draft next year. So he's the one to watch out for, Richardson. Keep your eye on him. Yeah, and I like I like that you're thinking ahead. That's why you're always playing checkers. I play. No, that's wrong. Tommy, <sighs> you play chess. I play checkers. Uh, are you? Is this always a request for Tommy ahead. to cut? No, no, no. Leave it. In. Keep it in. Keep it raw. Leave it in. Leave it in. You gotta wear them on your chest. I'll take Keeping it. it raw, folks. Keeping it raw. I felt like uh, I felt like there was a Matilda moment coming from you. You're gonna no. talk down to me. No, no, and 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 I normally I would, but we've got such an action-packed episode. We got to move on. Love it. Shooter's mind. So that's college football in a nutshell. Uh, I think the only other thing was LSU FSU was probably the game of the weekend and was a thriller. Um, Brian Kelly and his squad coming up one point short. Just a heartbreaker. Yeah, the only thing I have to add is you got to ask yourself, everybody remembers when he first got to LSU and he had that audacious accent in the gym. You got to ask yourselves, did he keep the accent after the loss? Nope. Don't think so. Him and, later, his, him and his fa- family. His family Don't. came down He he came down here and his family. You got to think about his family. <laughs> I mean, that's a former Chippewa too. I know. There's blood in the water there. It is. It's chummy. That's that's a that's a ruining gold boy right right there. Uh, started out at Grand Valley, but we we've got to move on. Next next we've got so we're, uh, I didn't mention the segments at the top, but that was college football recap. Now we're going into Lions news and NFL news, and then we're going into our big predictions for this year and the NFL. So we're going to break down. Well, we won't break down to too much extent, but we'll go through each division, pick a division champ. Then we will kind of talk about what records we think all these teams will fall into. And then we'll give you the moment everybody's been waiting for. The Lions, drumroll, please. The Lions record um, unveil. And then we will do Super Bowl predictions and uh, end the show with just the usual BS. And um, talk a little bit on the last episode of hard knocks so let's jump right into the lions news the news of the week for the lions um these are the two big ones right here they announced their captains and vitae to the ir so we'll start with captains here uh uh, returning captains jared goff frank ragnow and alex and anzalone are are returning three of the uh, returning captains and this year something to note they last year they went with five this year they went with six so dan dan's adding strength in numbers i suppose here so the new additions in addition to those three are michael brockers tracy walker and josh woods from the special teams um so you've got the uh two offensive two three defensive and one um special teams so jared goff and frank ragnow are probably your biggest locks on there and then from there i think it's kind of an open floor Tracy Walker, we've talked about him on this podcast several times, just being that leader on the defense because the defense needs all the help it can get. And um, Michael Brockers as well, uh, hopefully can can lead that defense 
and uh, do I dare even say his name, Mr. A, -A, -A himself, Alex Anzalone. Oh, you got any thoughts on this? Oh, that lion. I will let him wear it. We'll let him wear it. He's got another year. He's He'll always be a lion at this point, but uh, I just hope he his gameplay reflects it and he earns it. But, I mean, clearly on the captains, you can see that uh, that Dan and the team were looking for position group leaders because we got a special teams guy, right? We got the quarterback, the lineman. We got a linebacker. Uh, we got a DB. Or is Tracy Walker a safety? Yeah, he's a safety, yeah. A little floater. But, yeah, so leaders, leaders on all sides. And so position group guys, they want to know that uh, they're – they're represented clearly representation all around and um clearly dan was thinking um of the veterans here not including anybody that's not um not been here for a few years or not been in the league i guess i should say so so no signs of um you know i thought maybe aiden hutchinson would creep into the captain conversation but i think he's he's got to let him uh marinate let him develop on the defense yeah Oh, yeah. I, I couldn't agree more. And I mean, but I mean, even though he's young, I mean, we, we've talked about it off the pod. They have the second youngest squad out there at this point. It could change throughout the year uh, with pickups and uh, drops and, and whatnot. But as of right now, they're going in with another young squad. Good call. And I, I saw this on Twitter. It's a one of those like X, Y access plot things where they they, they scatter plot scatter 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 uh, scatter plot scatter plot the teams based on how much money they're spent on cap and all that and so basically it put every team in a spot where like top left was only focused on this year top right is focused on the next couple years top bottom right is you know and so on right and so the lions were pretty where dead center but they were more focused on this year and next meaning they're more future focused than teams that want to win right now so that's just something i saw that i'd pass along and uh in other news we we touched on it just a minute ago but vitae is going to the ir that one hurts i think a little this bit. is on me i think this is on me Jinx. i i i don't know if anybody wants to re-listen to the pod don't do it but do it if you want to like and subscribe uh it was it turns out apparently this is faux wood it does not count as knocking on real wood, so apologies there. Uh, the starting five apparently will never play a snap together, at least for another four games. Right. It's to be determined on how long he's out, but it's obviously a minimum of four, and so that one hurts a little bit. He, he uh, I, I guess the the silver lining is there isn't one, but it's that if you wanted one of the guys to go down, this is not not like a kingpin on the line he's, he's solid he's solid but he's not um he's not a Sewell. he's not a taylor decker he's not a rag now so i they they've got a couple guys behind him um that will i think fill the void and um kind of bring i don't know maybe they'll maybe these these guys they they bring in as backups will develop into starters and vitae we can get rid of that um big old contract we gave him Oh, well, I listened to Dan talk to the media today, and he was, he's a schemer. He, they had, he had about five different plans where he could move guys. He was even thinking about moving Panay. 
he was moving everybody around. So whatever they're going to do, I'm just going to trust in the decision. Year two of the rebuild, believe it, and yep. uh, hope it's the right thing. Yeah, Panay Sewell moved around already in his first year, so he's he's kind of used to that being a exactly. being a universal guy. So um, first game's a sellout. That's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Old uh, longtime Lion Papa P has got tickets. We'll see what happens. Standing room only, or are the tickets available now? So I believe it's the first standing room only game since 2017. So it's a big a big deal, and. Um, we sure hope that this pride, this lion pride, um, you know, pride of Detroit goes throughout the whole season. So the way they can bring that in is can keep winning games or I shouldn't say keep winning games, but get better every day. This is why Sheila hired Brad Holmes and, Dan, and Brad Holmes got Dan Campbell on board is to put asses in the seat. That's right. That's right. Ford Field is going to be rocking. Philadelphia is um, currently four-point favorites, and we'll get into our predictions in a bit here, but um, just for all you betters out there, Philadelphia is favored, and uh, Detroit's the underdog. Um, Tim Boyle's back on the practice squad. Um, I don't think anybody's excited about that. It's, Um, It's a bland, it's an undercooked noodle with no seasoning. No, it's it's bland. Yes, it's it's actually. If that it's, was a spectrum, that, bland would be. He'd be on the left side of bland. If it if it's Velveeta shells and cheese, you 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 cooked the noodles. You didn't put the cheese on it. Oh, Velveeta's gross anyway. So oh, there it is. Liquid something about the liquid cheese, man. <laughs> in in other uh, in moving other news, on. Uh, Blau went to the Vikings. That was a tearjerker on Hard Knocks. Um, oh, uh, just hate to see him go divisional, but that that is what it, it is. What it is. Not much to talk about there. In other uh, lighthearted news, we've got a we we. It's our duty to provide an update that the Ravens mascot, Mr. Poe. By the way, that's a play on Edgar Allan Poe for those maybe uh, maybe a little slow. That's a that's that's where the name came from. But in in heartbreaking news. Shop. Shout Tommy, out to GM for the info. Yeah, Tommy, Tommy, play, uh, play the clip. Poe is going to be put on injured reserve for the rest of the season. He's going to be done. Unfortunately, he sustained a serious injury to his drumstick, and uh, he will not be able to perform for the rest of the season. We will find a replacement. We're going to go to work on that right away. We're going to turn over every stone, see if we can find somebody to replace Poe. So that was Mr. Harbaugh, coach of the Ravens, giving the, uh, the terrible news that uh, Poe will be out for the year. They're going to they're gonna have the next man up strategy. So uh, who, know, who knows who the replacement is, but we have to, it's our duty that we had to give us, give the update to the people. Sad, sad, really. Couldn't have happened to a better bird. <laughs> Remember last year when the Lions were the first team ever to play all the bird teams? Did they beat all the bird teams? Was that No, the I think they beat. Two? Yeah. Uh well, I, well they had three wins obviously on the year last year I think they beat mm, maybe one of them one bird down one bird down <laughs> we're out here shooting from the hip with the shotgun it's, and it's the year of the cat it's the year of the cat this year uh Jameson in other news uh back to the Lions news um 
Jameson Williams has been, I think we touched on this, but he's been jogging. He's been running. Uh, GM Brad Holmes gave a little bit of an update this week and said he could return early. Obviously, still to be seen on one, what early is. Could be week five, could be week eight, could be could be whenever, right? So, obviously, we're excited, and that's good news. That That's that's better than the opposite of him regressing. We don't. We, he's not regressing, so that's a win in our book. I think as fans, I think we can all temper our expectations. We have the early bye. It's six games in. Just ride it to the bye. Get him there. Get him there. Get him after the bye, and I think we're all going to be excited about it. You got a text message there? No, dude. It's oh, simplest. nothing? No. Don't worry about it. Oh, okay. All right. It's no, it must be Simon's phone. Simon's phone. <laughs> must be Simon's phone. It was Tommy. It was Tommy's phone. Yeah. That, he's, uh, yeah. His mom texted him that uh, he's got to remember to change his underwear because he hasn't this week so far. So Simon's actually napping right now. I, I presume it's from all the effort he, oh. he expelled. He used expelling what seemed to be a stinky poo-poo. Kudos to you for working through that. Whatever it takes. Grit is what I would say. And uh, in other news, we had a little bit of drama with the QB announcement for the Steelers. They inadvertently copied and pasted the week three preseason <laughs> roster or whatever they did, and or depth chart, and uh, it listed Mitch Trubisky, who is the starter, announced officially now he is the starter but they had kenny pickett three and mason rudolph two so a little bit of an unnecessary drama there but it'll be interesting see if mitch um leads that team the whole year yeah well i mean what's it matter who's two and three at this point i mean it's all gonna change probably week to week and who has a better practice anyway everybody's fishing for things preseason whatever non-story to me and on that note, that kind of wraps up the NFL and uh, Lions news. Just uh, of note, we're just so excited for football. Obviously, we, we got college football last week, and now it's going to be a big weekend. We've got the game next um, next up, Bills-Rams tomorrow night uh, or tonight if you're listening to this tomorrow. So Thursday, September 8th, is the official kickoff, and we've got Bills-Rams Tomorrow night and Thursday night football, or excuse me, Sunday night football on Thursday night. And uh, from there, we've got a full slate of games Saturday for the college football lineup and a full uh, slate Monday, uh, Sunday and Monday for the NFL. So without any further ado, let's just get excited and let's let's talk records. Let's so, do it, but let, let's not forget that that Thursday night game is at 8.20 on Amazon. That's wrong. Let's get, God damn it. I just, week one. Tommy week cut. one's different. It's Tommy, a stipulation. I don't want to wear this many. I don't want to wear this many. Tommy, cut this. Tommy's <laughs> got to cut that one. Too, that one was too deep. Now, the uh, the first game is on NBC. The, the, the remaining Thursday night games will be on Prime, but the first game That's is trash. NBC's. NBC's got to deal with the NFL that they get the first game of the year. So that's why they are uh, the Thursday night football. That's why it's Sunday night football on Thursday night. That's trash. I want the Nerf balls. No, no. no. <laughs> Would be cool. Maybe maybe that could be a Pro Bowl thing. Uh, they, they're that always struggling to get viewers for the Pro Bowl. So maybe that's what they, 
you might have just given out free ideas right there. That was sick. So what we're going to do here now is talk about division winners, uh, the, the projected winners in our eyes. So we're going to go division by division. We're not going to we're not going to break down each division too in depth other than the NFC North as we focus on the Lions. But let's start off with the AFC North and I'll, uh, I will go first. Uh, and I, I have projected winner of the AFC North, the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah, you can't disrespect a runner up in the Super Bowl. You gotta, you gotta give it to him. The other three, the the only two, one that's gonna really give him a run is the Ravens, and I think Poo Poo Pants Lamar Jackson is not gonna do it this year. It's gonna be back to the Bengals. All right, we're in agreement, man. Uh, we're in agreement there. Next up is the AFC East. I've got the Bills. Got to do it again. They're the big talk. I think the Pats are gonna relinquish it again. Bills are rolling away with it. Agreed. AFC South, I've got the Titans. Well, this is where we're going to differ. I think old Matty mm-hmm. Ice is going to pull it out for the Colts this year. They fell short last year. Jonathan Taylor couldn't will that team enough. And you think he's going to will them now? I absolutely do. I don't think the Tannehill and the Titans are going to pull it out, nor do I think the Texans are rebounding from anything. They are not a good team. Colts. All right, I I disagree, but I I will say this when I when I made this selection on my chart, I I did dabble, I did have the idea of going Colts, but I I, I had it, I had a thought. I knew you're a big Matty Ice guy, so for whatever <laughs> reason, why ever, why ever you're a Matty Ice guy, I don't know, but I thought you'd probably go Colts, and and I I was stuck with Titans. That was what my heart said anyway. But Devils advocate, I wanted to be different. I don't know how old Matt Ryan is. He could still be like 18 or 45. The man looks like a Ken doll. He does. He does. Good genes. He does. I couldn't agree more. You can't root against a Ken doll. He got Barbie. Okay, well, uh, AFC West. Uh, I don't think we have any Ken dolls in the AFC West. But I've I think got this Chiefs. Oh, yeah. I, I obviously think this is the... The toughest division in the AFC, and uh, I also agree with you. The Chiefs are the Chiefs, and I, this even, was a even tough with one. the loss to Tyreek. Yeah, that's going to be the biggest question mark. Yeah, they lose Tyreek, but they bring in another fast guy in Juju, so I, I think I think he can fill the void. Yeah, they had a little bit of an off year last year. I, I don't even say it's an off year, but an off year for them, considering how high power that offense was the year before. And um, yeah, I think. In my eyes, I think Andy Reid, Pat Mahomes, and the and the the team alike will have a a rebound year. I I expect big things for them. But watch out for the Raiders. Watch out for the Chargers and the Broncos. Maybe watch out for them. Who knows what Russ is going to do? They're going to ride. You know that for sure. Broncos country. Let's ride. <laughs> Who can't move on to the club? NFC? Yeah, yeah, but we're gonna skip the North for now. We're gonna go NFC East. I've got this was a this was a toss up for me, but I've got Cowboys. I like you thinking, but uh, this was a tough one for me. I'm going Eagles. I think I think the Eagles are a very good team this year, and honestly, I think they're easily a playoff team and possible Super Bowl uh, Super Bowl we, pusher. We can man. go. We can go into this a little bit later, I think, but. Maybe we go into it now. I don't know. 
Why is everybody so high on the Eagles? Well, they got a young quarterback, but a good quarterback who can throw the ball and run. And you, you, you surrounded him with weapons. They've got a really good O-line. Running backs are probably the weakest point, but, I mean, they got guys that, that can get the job done. Their defense is good. I I feel like it fills yeah. or no, checks were nine, all the boxes. They were 9-8 and eight last year, so why are people thinking, like, they're a Super Bowl team this year? Because I think they got better on paper. Man, I don't know. Maybe that's going to be the hill I die on, but I can't. I can't fathom why there's so much hype around the Eagles. I think they're a good team. I think they could easily win this division. I think it's a toss-up between, like I said, between them and the Cowboys. But I just don't see it. And maybe I'll die yeah. on the hill. But I have the the only other thing I could think about were have have the Cowboys signed a signed a backup quarterback yet? Yes. You know? Yes. Okay. Uh, that was the only scary. I think the Giants could be the worst team in football this year. Yeah, uh, yes. They they are my worst team. We'll get into that, but they are my worst uh, team. I have them okay. possibly going 0 and 17. Okay. I'm glad we agree because I I there hasn't been much talk about them, but I think they're a brutal football team. Yeah, they're definitely top 3 worst, I think. Okay, bottom 3, but whatever. Uh, we, uh, tomato, tomato. <laughs> NFC South, I've got Bucks, oh. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh-uh, dude. I think this is the what? demise of Tom Brady. I think this is the end. I think this is it. I'm going to jump on the train. This The, the glory years are over. The, the, the ride's over, and the Saints are going to win this division. What? <laughs> yeah, dude, they're going. I thought left. I was looking at the three other teams when you said you didn't take the Bucks, and I'm thinking – there's no way. I thought maybe you were going Panthers and you were just going to ride that Baker Mayfield high for the rest of the the year with them, but the Saints, James Winston is going to is going to barely win this division and lose in the oh. first first round. I will Venmo you $20 if the Saints win this division. Tommy put it on the record. We're going to have to check back in. I'm I'm going to request that you pay me if they don't win. I that's how confident I am. I, I'm going to say this. I think – I don't know what a good number of points a defense can score, like, touchdown-wise, but I think they got, like, 18 to 20 touchdowns in them. Oh, boy. I I don't know. Maybe maybe it's because you're so in tune with fantasy, but, yeah, I, I guess I guess we'll see on that, but I, I just don't see – the Bucks not winning that division. Uh, definitely not going to be the Falcons. I don't think the Panthers are good enough. I think they could develop into something with Baker and uh, not their year though. No, not their year, not yet. And then the Saints. Uh, I don't know, man. Uh, honestly, the Falcons are the biggest mystery. Can you to me? Can you can yeah. you shed some light on them for me? Well, I don't think they're going to win more than five games. I'll tell you that they've got um, <laughs> Marcus Mariota at quarterback. Mariota. Although, yeah. I don't know. I think if he struggles, they might go Desmond Ritter. But, I mean, what are the weapons? How long is Ridley out? St- uh, the whole year. Or is he is he still suspended? Okay. As far as I'm aware. See you, yeah, see don't you later. Don't Who else they got? I don't know. but Russell they, Gage? Yeah. They, I don't know. I don't see them they're, winning more than a couple games. They're going to be a bad games. team. 
They're they're gonna be they're in a rebuild. Team. They're in a rebuild. Yep. Saints and there. NFC West is our last division before we unveil the North. NFC West, I've got the Rams. And it's crazy. It's the West. But uh you had the Rams? I had the Rams, yeah. I'm also going to go with the Rams. It was the showdown between, honestly, I didn't even consider the 49ers having a chance this year. I think there's that much of a difference between the Rams and the 49ers. But I thought the the Cardinals are going to give them the biggest push if they can do the opposite of what they did last year. If they can just maintain at the first half of the season and come on at the second half rather than reversed reverse ideology from last year, I think they've got a chance. But the Rams hold out. Uh, agreed. I think one of the it, it just it feels like one of these years the Cardinals are going to get over that that slump where they look good and then just fizzle out. It's it just feels like it's it, one of these years they're going to put it together where it, it, they've put together a full season and maybe it's going to take the the new Call of Duty being bad. I don't know. Yeah, Mariota and his uh, what's his what's his gamer tech clan? Mary, excuse me, Mariota. Oh, Jesus, Kyler Murray, Je- Jesus. What what's his uh, gamer clan? Oh, Phase, Phase, whatever it is. I mean, I think I don't think it's video games. I just think he's too short. That I don't believe be. in Kyler Murray. He's he's too short. Can't see over the lineman. He's got to run away from it. If they put it together a full year, though, that team's dangerous. I, I, that's what I mean. Just maintain, maintain till mm-hmm. you get Hopkins back. Mm-hmm. Uh, agreed. So that's all the divisions. Uh, now we've got the the main show, the main attraction, the NFC North. Uh, we might have a debate here. I've got Packers. I've also got Packers, but I, I, I want I. You can see it. The crowd, the listeners can't see it. I had the Vikings written down, and I scribbled them out and gave it to the Packers. Ooh, see, I think. Uh, let me just do a, a rough um, a rough guesstimate here. I think Packers 1, Lions 2, Vikings 3, Bears 4. I think everybody knows that the Bears are going to be 4. They're a laughable team this year. Shout out to the, the co-worker. He's got a, a, a teammate he played with in high school. Hometown hero, made the team. He's looking pretty good. Defensive player. Uh... But no, I don't know if I should unveil my the Lions record because that's that's kind not of yet, how I rank these guys. Well, let's but save I've, it. Okay, save so it. I get I've got the same as you then. Okay, Packers Packers take the North. Uh, I think uh, Aaron Rodgers and crew just still too good until Aaron Rodgers leaves. I I don't think I think it's their division to lose until Aaron Aaron leaves. Yeah, and I think they've only got a couple years to do it, and I feel like he has said something to Lafleur. Lafleur, hey, Mount Pleasant guy, shout heroes. out. There you go. Yes, sir. Um, I think he's stated how long he's going to be there, and uh, they're going to try to get it done in that window. But it's only going to be two, three years, is my yeah, guess. Yes, uh, that would be my guess as well. And the backup. Um... The name is escaping me right now. Who the Packers have as backup? Uh, is not who they the drafted? Uh, from are Utah, you talking about Utah State guy? Love is it? Yeah, Jordan Love. Yeah, Jordan he's not Love. the answer, I don't think. But I well, we haven't seen him, so who knows? No, we have seen him, and he's not. He's oh, not we great. Have. 
He's not good. He looked actually really bad against the Lions, although you can't really judge it off that. But I don't. I think they they're they're the answer is not him, and they're going to have to go elsewhere. But that's maybe a topic for another day. So you've got Packers. I've got Packers. We we disagreed on NFC East. You've got Eagles. I've got Cowboys. Disagreed on AFC South. I've got Titans. You've got Colts. I think everything else. Uh, uh, disagreed on NFC South. You've got the this is laughable. Saints. The Saints. <laughs> if that comes to fruition, I'm gonna look like an I idiot, want that but twenty dollars, Tommy. Is it written down? It's written. It's written in stone, my friend. Um. So so bookmark this episode five for the end of the season when we look dumb or really smart. And uh, now I'm just gonna go into we've got a, a tier maker uh dot com list here tiermaker.com has all these cool tiers two tier list makers pretty cool they got one for the nfl i've got um i'm just gonna according run. to it according to it though the the raiders are not participating <laughs> in the nfl this season they're gonna they're gonna sit out my bad i'm picking not play my bad on picking this one but at the time of me doing this like two months ago this was the one I, I i came up on google and there's a bunch of better ones now like this one doesn't even include 17 wins but we're just gonna pretend like it does i don't think anybody first off i don't think anybody would go 17 and 0 i think i'm pretty confident in saying that in my 14 to 16 category so the top two teams i have are bills rams you only got two teams up there only two okay i got three okay you had Bills Rams. I just added the Bengals to it because I think they're going to mm-hmm. ruin their division and they're just going to eat up wins in their division. You know, you know what I mean. And then they're just going to pick up wins elsewhere. Okay, agreed. And in the nine thirteen, I've got uh, several. So uh, I'm just going to run through them real quick: Packers, Ravens, Buccaneers, Titans, Patriots, Cowboys, Bengals, Chiefs. Uh, I got the Chiefs in there as well, same Packers as well. Did you have the Chargers in there? Nope. Okay, so I got the Chargers as well. I got the Eagles in there. Uh, I got the Lions in there as well, the 49ers, and the Cardinals. All right, all right. I would say if I were to put the Raiders somewhere, I'd probably put them in the 9-13. to 13. They were I, they were floating between the nine thirteen yeah. and the six to eight. Yep, six to eight. I've got Chargers, Eagles, 49ers, Colts, Cardinals, Broncos, Dolphins. Uh, I added the Cowboys, Panthers, Vikings. Uh, I had the Ravens down there, and then yeah, that was it. Okay. Three to Everything five. Everything else, got, I agreed. Three to five. I've got Steelers, Falcons, your New Orleans Saints, with the Cleveland Browns, Jaguars, Vikings, Seahawks, Bears, Jets, uh, Commanders, Texans, and Panthers. I've got the the Falcons, Steelers, Browns, Texans, Jags, and the New York Giants. Okay, a lot of a lot of overlap there, and I think that's kind of an an agreeable category because it's pretty obvious who the the lesser teams are, but I think I just got to go on record here. I think the Texans aren't going to be as bad as you and the rest of the world think. I think Davis Mills got got a future. 
He might work out a future. It's not this year, though. One year fresh after this trash Deshaun Watson that's been just poisoning that team. I mean, I'm all in agreement that now that he's gone, I think they're going to kind of rebound as a franchise. But Deshaun Watson, guys, if yeah, for the owners of massage parlors, Watson, remember the last name. Don't take a reservation. This guy he's is going to try to tip a lot. He's not using his real name. What's he going by, Sanchez? I don't know. Washon Dotson? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Washon, yeah, we'll hook you up. No doubter. Uh, he's probably got I, a, uh, a very basic name like like Doug, Doug, Doug George or something. Uh, I bet you, I bet you it's something Southern more like probably Hank Tugger. Okay. Something like that. I think that's too obvious. He probably just uses, um, like Dabo's third cousin's name or something like, I don't know, whatever a cousin to Dabo would be (laughs) Dabo's third cousin. Dabo Sweeney's third cousin's got to be more of a name of like Chet Thunder. Yeah, no, oh, yeah. Who's a sure. newscaster in Nebraska? And and now he's a farmer, he's a tobacco yeah. farmer. <laughs> there you are. And in the last but not least category, but actually it is the least category, uh, the New York Football Giants. I said it earlier. I think they could go zero and seventeen. Are you? Are they the only ones you put down there? They have sole possession of zero to two. Uh, see, I I think Saquon, barring another injury, can at least will him to three wins. I think he can put enough yards on on the turf to do that. But I put the Bears, Seahawks, Commanders, and Jets down there. I don't believe in any wow. of those teams. Wow. So let me put this. This so I wanted to put more in the zero to two category, but I thought about last year, the Lions had the second worst record to the Jaguars and they both had three wins. So, uh, I, the Jaguars had two. I, I, I honestly, I look at zero to two and three to five as a zero to five category. Yeah. It's basically one big category. And I use that to differentiate who I think is better and worse than in there. All right. That's fair. That's fair. We'll, we'll, we'll circle back on this in about 17, 18 weeks and see how we did. And uh, it's probably not going to look like this, but we never said to take betting advice from us. It's a nice, it's a nice ice cube sound. Was that (laughs) sound like a bell going off? Is that the dinner bell? Tommy, Tommy, did you just put that sound effect in or where did that come from? All right. Tommy's silent. Uh, I needed sustenance. In this moment, we'll go to Lions prediction. I, 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 if you didn't notice, I kept the Lions out of my tier maker just to keep the um, suspense. But oh, hey, I'm so sorry. No, uh, you, you, you beat me to the punch. I couldn't, I couldn't stop you. You were on a roll. Um, so what we're gonna do here, at least I'm gonna do this. Andrew, take this as you will. Do, do it independently if you'd like. But I'm gonna list my high hopes or what I think is the ceiling for this team. And, and this, the high hopes category is everything goes right. They win all the games. They win all the toss-up games. They win every game they should win. And I think they've got the ability to go 12-5. and five. I would love to do it. 
and I think I see the games that I don't have that you see. Obviously, I gave you my uh, my prediction, and I put him in the nine to thirteen category, but they're on the very low end of that category. I, as my realistic prediction of where I think this team should be, but I think they'll fall short in all essence of a lion. I have them coming in with yet another tie at nine, seven, and one. Ooh, nine, seven, leading, one. Leading to a tie with the Vikings, to which they both lose the division to the Packers. Wow. Wow. Okay. You said you were going to hit me with a twist, and you twisted. M. Night Shyamalan. Do you, do you want to list? That's your that's your one and only prediction. Do you want to list a high hopes prediction? Uh, let's see. Uh, let me take a look. So while you're thinking about that, I will list my realistic. So my high hopes is twelve and five. My realistic, um, kind of barometer reading is similar to yours. You said nine seven and one. I think I think. It's in the in the in that same area. I think they go eight and nine. No ties. Yeah, I I think I have to agree with you on the high hopes. Uh, Twelve and five. I only see him getting a, a couple more, three more games on the schedule. I, Twelve and five. I think is yeah. the absolute best this team could ever do, and that's with every break this year. Right. Yeah, I agree. I think, and I don't. I don't even think any of anybody wants to see him go there because that's a worse draft pick. I mean, it's still a rebuild. Mm-hmm. Yep, and and they and they've got the cap space built up for for rebuilding. So you know they they're gonna have more money next year than they did this year. So that's that's the structure they're going with. I think realistically, seven eight wins is 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 an improvement off the three thirteen and one last year. So I think I would be happy in the seven to nine win category. And um, I think anything less than five or six wins is, I, is a I guess, a di- yeah, it's a disappointment. I think it's deflating. Yeah, that's a good word for it. Deflating. Especially after the uh, hype around hard knocks and just kind of the excitement it brings having your team on there. Yeah, in retrospect, thinking back on Hard Knocks, maybe maybe too early in the rebuild to have Hard Knocks there because they, I think me included drink have drank in the Kool Aid and we're ready for a championship. Yeah, yeah, beyond beyond ready and gotta yeah. gotta remember to take a breath. Hoping for here's to no. Uh, here, let me let me say that again. Here's to no hard knocks hangover. Let's just say that. Yeah, and and if you want to if you want to say anything about hard knocks, if you want to rethink your answer, I'll give you as much time as Dan t- took to uh, define what the lot 2022 Detroit Lions are. So you know, take your time. <laughs> you know where I'm going with this. I I appreciate the editor leaving that dead space in because norm your 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 typical edit there is you're going to cut just his answer right you're not going to leave that minute or however many seconds it was in there but it was intentional and that's a that's kind of thinking out of the box right 
You get him touching his beard, moving around, shuffling around in his seat while he's formulating this answer. And so that in- intentional dead space in there just adds to the drama. I love your be- your behind the scenes knowledge. Uh huh. Uh huh. That's what you get here, folks. We've got a yin and a yang here. You're bringing it today. Every day. Um, we did miss something. We've got a Super Bowl prediction. I'm going to list mine and you'll list yours. I've got a repeat of the week one matchup Rams versus Bills. Rams, Bills, eh? Wow. I a lot like of people, I, a lot of people think the Rams aren't going to be able to repeat. I, I think they, I think they've got the ability. They're a great team. They didn't really lose a ton. I want to know what's going on with OBG, OBJ. Whew, I don't know who OBG is. I, I apologize if I, uh, if I offended you in any way. I want to know what's going on with him. He is uh, a coach Sitto. Everybody knows him from the catch behind the head with the New York Giants, but. He's won a Super Bowl since, folks, and now he's just not playing. So where is he at and what's happening? That's what needs to be answered. Feels like that could be a marriage that's solved like right before the game. Or, you know, or maybe maybe not week one, but like week six. The team's on a decline. Like, yeah, like uh like a Gronkowski when he pulled his comeback in his many he's had a couple comebacks and out of retirement and such, but feels like that where he could come back when the time is right, when they need him most, yeah, or, or when the I, when the when the games are mattering more. And I mean, just like Tyron Matthew with, with his nickname and the Honey Badger, I we might have to give him the nickname of the Viper after Randy Orton. Watch out! Watch out! Watch out! <laughs> Who could forget that clip? Here he comes. I, I would like to see that happen. Maybe maybe his issue is that he got paid in Bitcoin last year, and Bitcoin's down. Um, I don't know, seventy percent since that deal. He's a big crypto guy. You gotta, you gotta appreciate the risk, but you're making a lot of money playing football, man. Just invest it afterwards. Yeah, yeah, there's, yeah, because I think the way it's structured is he, he, he got money from FTX or it wasn't Coinbase, but it was one of the crypto exchanges. Basically, paid him to take that contract in Bitcoin. So. Not only is he getting the contract money, he's getting the advertisement supplementing that income. So he's he's doing all right, obviously, but he's just got to sit on it. Yeah, you gotta you gotta maybe not take a hundred percent of your salary in Bitcoin. Maybe just take five percent and do it through your financial advisor. There you go. But trust in your financial advisors, folks. Just want to make a disclaimer: this none of the nothing you hear on this podcast is financial advice. So. Take that as you will. Uh, you want to? You want to? I'm gonna follow up that with just I have the Rams winning. My my secondary matchup would be Rams Chiefs, but uh, who do you got? Uh, mine's a boring pick. I had the Packers coming from the NFC playing the Chiefs. Uh, the repeat of mm-hmm. the first Super Bowl, right? Yes, sir. I don't think it's anything fun. Uh, it's something we've seen recently, but and I hate to say it, but I want it to happen. We're going to will it to happen, folks. Aaron Rodgers is going to get his second Super Bowl. God damn it, he will get his second Super Bowl, and it might as well be this year so he can retire and move on with his life than in three years. Get it over with now. 
so we get can it have over a better with. future. Thank you. Get this poison out of here. And it'd be a shout out to the Lafleurs and uh, you know their Michigan Mount Pleasant pride. So it w- I wouldn't be mad to see Lafleur win. I'd be mad to see the Packers win. I'd be mad to see Aaron win. Uh, aside from the point that you brought up that if he does win, it's a ride into the sunset opportunity for him. Yeah, and the Lions can swing it the following year once they win the division. And they could say, look at this tough division from last year. We had the Super Bowl winner in this division, and the Lions are going to win it. So we'll spin it. We can spin it. That's easy. It's easy to do when, you're, when there hasn't been, a, hasn't been a game played yet this year. It's easy to do these scenarios. <laughs> but we're going to will it. We're going to manifest it. And um, there's going to be a changing in the guard soon in the NFC North. Let it be known right now. The other teams are on watch. Put them on watch. Because to, to circle back into Hard Knocks, the 22 Lions will be the team that can and will. Is that going to be the episode title? I know you're a quotes man. You're, you're, you're way ahead of me. It is. I sniffed it out. I knew. I saw. I knew that was coming the second I heard that. At about, I was late in the episode, so I'm gonna call it about ten fifty three. I heard that, and I said I'm gonna hear that tomorrow. Yeah, it was late. It was. It was. It, I had the notepad out, and uh, I always. There's always one thing I hear in an episode where it, it light bulb moment, and that was it. I was waiting for oh, it, yeah. and I didn't have anything until that moment. I think it was picture perfect too. Yes. Yeah, Pimpleton was was repping Moneyball again. You noticed that, right? I, I noticed it this time. I, oh, speaking of Pimpleton, though, I'm just glad to see he made uh, a practice squad and got signed. So good for him. Yeah, I was. I was honestly, I don't want to say shocked, but I was pleasantly surprised that they did sign him to the the 53 man, the Giants. Yeah, Hard Knocks did some editing there that I'm sure you can appreciate where uh, they showed some drops early on and then some some improvements on the same routes and catches and uh, moving forward. Yeah, um, to be seen on what he provides them, but we are all hoping for him. And we we wish he could have the success in the Lions uniform, but that's that's the business, man. That is the business, and I love that you threw in the man. Couldn't be more spot on, man man uh and from other sides of the episode i think um so it was a good close good good close to the chapter that was and uh i would give this hard knock season uh an 8.9 yeah I'd, I'd temper the expectations i'd give it a seven six no doubt whoa uh the first two episodes were hard hitting and i think it died out on the last three we were yeah, very much the Arizona Cardinals. <laughs> Pretty much. One and two were really good, like you said. I think the fifth episode, the last one last night, kind of brought it back up for me. Three and four were kind of meh. I, I like how they were bringing Eminem and trying to get those viewers. Yeah, yeah, Marshall himself. Yeah, well, speaking of which, I asked the Lady Lion, how would you introduce yourself to, to Eminem? Would you go up to him and be like, hey, hey, Em, what's up, Slim? Hello, Marshall. Oh, well, we were we were discussing that. I don't know how I'd do it. I don't know what I would do either. I I I'll, I can. I don't even think I'd say my name, but I would just shake his hand or 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 dap him up. But I would probably do the awkward thing where I go to dap him up and then I do like the half dap, half handshake, where it's like, are we gonna are we gonna are we gonna lock oh, no. these hands? 
And, and bringing uh, it in for a hug. Are we bringing it in? Yeah. Are we bringing it in or yeah? Well, and then all of a sudden we're both doing something awkward. Kind of hey, like, um, tr- was it Tracy? Who was it? Who was it on the, uh, on the lions that shook his hand for felt like 25 seconds? Oh, that was the other lady lions note. She's, <laughs> she even <laughs> called out. She said, that's enough slices. This is awkward at this point. That's enough slices. Yeah. It, felt like between that and the Dan Campbell waiting dead space for his answer, dead, dead, dead space, dead, <laughs> um, whatever you want to call it. Uh, those were two very long and suspenseful moments. Yeah. It might take the hard knocks, awkward moments crown, like as a, as an episode as a whole. It's just a week of that though. We had the Colorado state head coach, forgive me. I don't know his name, but he rubbed the back of Jim Harbaugh for for a good 10 seconds he he did the handshake to the back and then he did the, the back tap and then he cut then he did the rub and the rub went on for a while more oh, than it felt trying, comfortable trying to scold him for beating him too bad no this was before the game like pre-game when they're when the teams are warming oh, up no. and the, the coaches go to embrace each other and they talk and they're like hey jim how you doing you know like uh, i bet you jim walked away from that thought thinking that son of a bitch touched my back i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna kick his butt and just yeah. ran it down his throat yeah so don't think that wasn't in his mind when they're up 44 to 7 and they <laughs> took, they're looking to put more points on the board or or just kind of mail it in and and move on to the next week no he's probably going for it at that point no thanks i got a quarterback to decide between so this guy's got to get all his reps in now exactly exactly it 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 played a part no doubt oh anything else from you on hard knocks uh the only other thing is i was going to talk about the cojones that easy had he absolutely won me over when he got cut from the team I mean, he stood up and he walked away and he got to that door and I'm going to repeat it. The cojones to turn around and, and make the speech that he make. I mean, he absolutely won me over with it. I, I hats off to the man. Absolutely. Shout out to him. I noticed that as well. That was in my notes that I accidentally deleted. What was also in my notes about him? He missed the doorknob. Did he really? Yeah, because he did the he did, like you just described. He did the walk towards the door, did the turn, and then he kind of like as he was ending his conversation, did the thing where he's like transitions to open the door as he's ending the conversation. You know, like thank you, you know, thanks for the opportunity. And he goes to reach for the door handle, and it's not there. It's on the it's a it's a lefty door, and it's he oh. went right handed. He went right side. Oh, so no. the, the handle's on the right side. He went left side handle. So he he went yeah. to grab the the handle that was not there. Oh no! Well, I, well, I, I mean, I guess I should say what his speech was about. He was talking about the culture that Brad and Dan were building, and that he sees it, and he's he was proud to be a part of it, and and all of those warm, warm feelings inside. So it was pretty cool to see, and I mean, that was seemed like a statement from a lot of the guys that got waived in that episode as well, is that they appreciate what's going on in Detroit and good things to come. It was a commonality for sure in the in the in the in all those discussions, and uh, we're just so hopeful for this year. We're hoping for twelve wins. We're we're going to be happy with seven to nine. We're going to be disappointed with less. And uh, yeah, we'll have some, we'll have some answers this weekend when they take on the Philadelphia Eagles at home. 
And yeah, the uh, last the sorry, the last hard yeah. knocks note I got, I gotta get it out. I almost don't want to say it, but I feel like I gotta sneak it in. Is Rodrigo in Jesus in the cowboy boots and the tight <laughs> pants? The quads nearly ripped the seams on those pants. Not to mention that they dropped a stat that he's the number two requested jersey for the Lions. Hi, <clears throat> your kids. Hide your wife's. You know what's going on with Rodrigo's smile. Yes, sir. Of course, Rodwood, um, I think he's like president, chairman, whatever he is of the Lions. He's not a football guy, but he's a business guy. So you knew, you know he's got those numbers. He's checking that dashboard every day on who the who the leading uh, jersey requested is. So it, yes, sir. One, is, one is Aiden Hutchinson, and number two is Rodrigo. So that just kind of yes, gives you sir. an idea. And Dan said that. He said, this gives you an idea of what our fan base is. They're, they don't want the flash. Even though Rodrigo kind of does have the flash, but that's to be, let's table that. He's got flash outside the helmet. Yeah, he's yeah, got no, but he better. We better field. see that. We better see that outfit week one when he's walking through the tunnel. That's oh my god, I would, I would absolutely love a post game interview with the cowboy hat and some ostrich boots. And it better be after a Lions win. Yes, sir. Maybe on Thanksgiving. Oh, uh, maybe week one. Eagles are going down. Speaking of week one, do you want to go through week one or do you want to go through all the weeks for for win losses on them? Oh, we ain't going through all the weeks. Let's take okay, week you want to touch week one? All right. No, I don't want what to do touch week one. What do you got? Right. We, got, we, got, we got the Eagles given four points. Yeah, Lions out by a field goal. They win it. Anything from you? Uh, no, the only thing, I, I talked to a customer today, and we actually talked of a pretty rad scenario that's right up the lion's alley that might work in their favor this time. Hear me out. The, the Eagles, a good team, might compete for the, for the Super Bowl this year. The Lions, notorious for being hosed by the refs. What if the Lions are in this game late? Right, they're pushing. They've they've got a. They might not win, but they've got an opportunity to win. And they get hosed by the refs late, and they lose this game. What kind of fire does that put under this team and and the direction they're going to go? I think that could take them places. That no, first think, game lost, but close because of a hosed call. I think that could fuel them. No, I think it deflates them. I'm going to go the opposite no. there. No, I think I think. I like I like where your head's at, but I think they've had too many of those over the last couple of years and in decades as well. But I think I think you've got to it's got to be a culture change. They had close games. They've had the close games. They've lost the close games. They've won some of the close games. They win this one in a close one. I don't have that. Well, so that that leads us into. Um, We'll we'll do more breakdown of the games next on 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 Sunday. We're we're gonna start these episodes are now coming out Wednesday night Thursday time frame because of hard knocks. That's the structure we had. Now full season in season mode. We'll be recording on Sundays. We'll have the halftime capsule as part of the episode, and we'll have the full episode hopefully Sunday night and uh, do a recap of all the games. 
So that's what you got to look forward to as lion's share shareholders. That's you guys out there. You, you guys out in Maryland, in Rhode Island, in Massachusetts, in New York, and beyond. We'll see you week one with a full breakdown. The until shareholders. Then, until then, yes, the shareholders. We'll have a shareholders meeting on Sunday. We could call it that. This and guy keeps dropping it. I, I mean, that was the that was the double dot. We gotta end this episode before I get real hot. I, I love what you're doing. I just touched my skin. I'm sizzling. Woo! And the lions are gonna be sizzling all the way to victory. Forward down the field. Uh, marching something that will not yield. Down the field, something's a lions victory. Go Lions! And you know what, Tommy? Correct me on all those mis misnomers in the in the song, and give us the real song to close it out. Heard that, Tommy? Earn your keep, son. See you week one recap. Andrew, you gonna send us out? Yeah.